0: are about to get the load down a new series by dnl transport where we explore the lives of freight brokers and their experiences their stories their tears their fears it's going to be a great series and and today we are excited to have our first guest janelle in florida janelle has a really good story to tell a great start she's had some success and, and we're just thrilled that she's going to join us to tell us a little bit about that
1: Well, thank you. I am so honored to be your first one and um, really speaks a lot to me. So I'm excited to do this and share my story for well, sure.
0: Good. Well, thanks again for joining us. And and obviously, this is a, a, a platform for freight brokerage agents. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, your now as a freight brokerage agent. How long have you been doing it? Um, kind of what uh, w- what you do on a day to day basis?
1: So I have, I started with DNL originally um, about eight years ago. It was actually my first time as an agent um, getting into the business altogether. I didn't even know that much about it before I started doing it. And right now I work from home down in Florida at my office and um, I'm shipping some of the things that I ship right now is like whey supplements, um, some plastic bottles and some bricks. So you know, after eight years, you kind of get an idea of how things work, and and it's mostly maintaining and you know keeping things moving and and stuff like that. So
0: so it's been eight years already. Can you believe that? I know it's crazy. I feel like
1: I feel like it if it's gone by fast and slow at the same time. Um, but yeah, that's when I first met Jim, and he introduced me to the business, and um, started working with you guys, and. Pretty
0: cool. So, tell us a little to your comfort level. Tell us a little bit about that because it is a great story. Uh, you meeting Jim and Jim kind of introducing you to the business. Tell us a little bit about kind of that experience and, okay. and and kind of your 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 road to where you are now.
1: So, at that point, you know, I had had gone to school um, and I, I had I was doing um, a CNA and I was working towards getting my RN. I was getting ready to start my, um, prereqs. I was recently divorced, a uh, newly single mom. And I, um, worked also in a bar part-time, which is where I met Jim and, um, he would pop in and out. And I always enjoyed um, him when he came in. He was so much fun. He's such a funny person. Um, so one day Jim came in and it was like lunchtime and we were talking and, you know, he was asking me how I was doing. You know, he knew I was going through a lot. And so I was telling him, like, I'm committed to working two to three jobs if I have to for the next year, save some money so that I can make it through the RN program um, and have a good life for me and my son. So, um, you know, Jim had heard my story and he was like, you know, I'm looking to hire somebody part time as an agent recruiter. And like, to me, that was like, I forgot that's how you got started. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I totally was like, oh, pick me, pick me you know, like, like lose my hand and everything. He always jokes about that. He's like, you're like, shot your hand up. Like, please, please. (laughs) So I was really excited. And so I started working with Jim, uh, part time. I didn't, I worked almost six or seven days a week. I still worked as a CNA. I didn't have to give up any of that, um, to keep my insurance and things. And, um, I loved the business. He showed me, I worked with him directly, uh, one-on-one, uh, in the office. And, um, you so know, you
0: loved it right away.
1: I did. I I mean, honestly, the it was appealing because, you know, it's unlimited income potential. At, you know what I mean? Sure. And, so I was, and no student loans. So that was always nice. And, you know, here's this like group of people that were so amazing, like you, Brian, and of course, Jason, Brent, Missy and Becky. Um, you know, they were you all were a part of my success, not just Jim mentoring me and showing me how it works, but. You guys were just all so very supportive if I had questions and and what to expect and how processes went and um, I just knew that you guys were good people and and I didn't ever have to worry about that part which is really important.
0: You mentioned your son. Family is obviously very important to me as I know it is for you. Mm-hmm. He's got to be pretty darn proud of you. I mean, you've had you've, you've had some good uh, good success, and so uh, does he. Does he show that to you? I know he's you know, kids sometimes don't show you they're proud of you, but, uh, but he's gotta, he's gotta show you that somehow.
1: Yeah. I mean, he knows he, he's such a good kid, you know, and working from home is nice because you get to be a little bit more present as a parent and as a single parent, that's important. Yeah. He definitely, um, he knows that I work hard and, and he helps me and he knows he's, you know, Definitely reaping the benefits of it. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> well, and that was my follow up. Is you know I know how hard this business is, especially for um, an individual uh, that doesn't have a full kind of uh, uh, you know office there. You know, obviously mm-hmm. you've got yeah. the DNL back office, but I know how hard it is for an individual, not to mention a single mother. So um, it's just it's 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 quite the story, and and, um, and I know that's probably got to be challenging at times. Like you say, working from home is yeah. nice. But it's gotta be yeah. challenging because this is sometimes a twenty-four seven business.
1: Is, I mean, there's it's demanding, it's stressful for sure. I mean, you know, you are at the whim of your customers, which is what makes you good. I mean, if you you gotta be dependable for them, you've gotta be there when they ask you, or else they're gonna go to somebody else. So you're always on call is kinda how I explain it to some of my friends. And um, you know, so he he knows. You know, even though you're home, mommy's still working and I've got to do this. And, and, you know, um, it is definitely, uh, you've got to learn how to balance everything.
0: You know, you mentioned you, uh, your initial kind of introduction to the business was on the recruiting side with Jim. And, yep. and I do recall fairly quickly thereafter you, and, and as you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of started to learn the business from Jim. Do you recall when you started to gain a little bit of momentum and, 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 a feeling maybe inside, like, Hey, I can do this. I can make a career out of this. Do you, do you have any recollection of that?
1: Oh yeah. Um, that was like the life changing moment. I think within like the first years, Jim actually had made a statement to me. He's like, you know, you really like talking to people, don't you? And I said, I do. I enjoy it. You know? And, and he's like, that's really what this business is about. It's about relationships. And, and, and I think you have a knack for it. Do you want to be an agent and I can train you. And I said, yeah. So I think within like three months and then it took me about another three months of recruiting, give or take, you know, some of that I could be wrong, but I really kind of recall like the first six months I got my first phone call uh, for somebody that wanted to give me a couple of loads and like, it was scary and exciting at the same time. And, um, what a great feeling though. It was, it really was. And, you know, and it just, and then each door opens up from there, and you know, like Jim said, you got to keep your irons in the fire, so I just kept trying to reach out to other people and keep going and getting out the literature packets, and eventually it does work, you know, you, you can't be afraid of those no's, you just got to keep going, and, and realize it's just clarity, okay, they're not the ones that are looking for help, who is? And so, within like, I think the first year that I started working at DNL, I tripled my income, so that was like a total life-changing year for me. Um, and it's just, you know, I've, I've always stayed excited to do it ever since then. There are definitely bad days and good days in this business. We all know that, but to know that you can make it whatever you really want is really cool to me.
0: You mentioned a comment, irons in the fire. I love that saying from Jim. It is, it is certainly, uh, (laughs) um, Certainly, a saying that I'm sure you attribute some of your success to. But oh, yeah. tell me a little bit about you know, and, and obviously you're smart. Um, you've got the education, CNA, you're obviously a hard worker. But tell me from your perspective, what do you think? Maybe one or two nuggets of of your secrets to success, whether a specific example or whether a character trait. Like you know, what do you attribute some of your success to?
1: Well, getting started, we always call those gym is isms, the irons in the fire. He had so many when he was teaching a couple of us or mentoring a couple of us. So, you know, I think just making sure you keep on pushing forward me for what I guess what works for me personally is having a really positive attitude um, and making sure that people know that, you know, if if something happens, I'm going to handle it in a positive way. I represent them. You know, it's hard for them to get customers just as much as it's hard for us. And so I respect their business relationships with honesty, integrity and hard work. Um, So I think, you know, people say those words a lot, but they really, truly are what I focus on Um, and that and being dependable. When my customers email me, I'm making sure I'm emailing them back as quickly as I can so they know that they can always reach out to me and I'm always there. So I think that's what people really want. They want to know that they've got somebody that's going to represent them good and, you know, and and be able to back up what they're saying and then also being dependable and being reliable um, so they don't have to worry about what's going on because they've got a million other things they do, too. They want that off of their plate. They want to know they can give it to me and it's handled.
0: Right, right. And, I, you know, you bring up some good points because obviously the industry now with, with uh, technology and the investment in technology, and there will be a lot of changes in the next five years. But, but, mm-hmm. but one of the things that I always see from a, from a freight brokerage agent like yourself uh, that has your own book of business um, is you can really, really narrow in on and zero in on that true re- customer relationship. And mm-hmm. I, I think there's value there, and it sounds like that's that's um, certainly been a component of, of what you're really good at and, and, um, and a component of your success, it sounds like.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we all have different things and different relationships with each customer that we have. And you can talk to me, and my world's completely different to another group of agents, but as far as the level of my customers and what I do, that's that's basically that's where I'm comfortable. That's where my balance is. So I try to know what works for me in my life with my son. And, you know, because that's a real commitment, as well as really being committed to my customers and to taking care of myself.
0: <laughs> right, right, so, right. Yes. The business always isn't rosy or every day is not rosy. Obviously, you mentioned that. What what do you fear? Uh, are there things that make you nervous, whether that be, whether that be the unknown about the industry changes around technology, whether that be maybe, um, just the, the daily grind, it, it, do you have fears in the business?
1: Oh yeah. Jim says that I'm a worrier and it's one of my biggest traits because I care so much, but you know, worry causes stress. <laughs> right. So, right. um, you know, I, of course I think, I feel like it's safe to say most of us are afraid to lose our biggest account, you know, and I think I see a lot of the businesses getting big, bigger and then um, now they're reaching out to um, other agents and there's like the bidding process and, you know, whoever's the cheapest gets it. I guess like one of my fears is I'm starting to see that happen more and I don't really like that because I don't like, you know, bidding back and forth in increments of $10, $30. Right. You know, like at that point, you're like, is this worth it for me? And, But I think whenever I do have a fear, you know, and of course there is also the fears of, you know, the trade that's going on globally and how that trickles down um, Mm -hmm. and how it starts to affect and slow things down here. Um, I felt it with some of my weight and products from, you know, China itself, uh, some of my customers are slower right now. So, those are definite fears that we have, um, environmental um, sanctions that are going on and stuff with shipping across the the freight liners and stuff, the ocean liners. So, yes, I mean, all of that, um, you know, it's all up in the air some days, but I think Whenever I feel that fear, it just makes me push more. It makes me reach out more and start keeping those leads warm and, you know, again, keeping the irons in the fire. So whenever I feel like there's something that's like a weakness, I try to address it and say, "Okay, how can I make that feel more secure to me? And I think everybody's going to people are always going to buy stuff. People are always going to ship stuff. So. You know, when something clears out, something new is going to fill in. And you just have to be sort of flexible and flow with that and keep educated and stay on top of that. And I think that's, you know, how it happens.
0: Stay afloat. Very smart. Yeah, no, very reasonable. And you mentioned kind of wrapped into that is the stress (laughs) that surrounds this business. You, per, I mean, everybody handles stress differently. How do you, what do you, uh, for instance, for me, I go run, or miles upon miles. Some people, you know, do yoga. What's your, I mean, how do you alleviate your your stress daily?
1: Um, I'm a very spiritual person, um, and so I like to, I do meditation and yoga. I actually get out of the house and have a class of meditation uh, for mental health, um, where I'm the one that's the instructor. I play singing bowls. Yes, so I it helps me to stay like connected to community as well. So it's truly all about balance. Um, and so meditation helps me. I, um, even if you're just breathing and calming your, your body down, getting out of that fight or flight, um, into like a rest and digest situation and, um, or just taking and listening to music, it is whatever works for you. Like I know you do like what triathlons, I think I do. Yes, yeah, so that's amazing. You know, and I to me I like I like to walk and ride my bike and yoga and, and all of that stuff. So and even going to like my son's soccer game is actually right. Yeah. Like I a, agree. a So it's it's really finding that balance but doing it too, not just Knowing that it works for you and not doing it, going to the gym because you know you need to go to the gym to make yourself feel better to get those endorphins going. Yep. Um, it's I think it's really important about finding what works for you, and that's what works for me. so
0: yeah. And you've been with one brokerage company. You've been with DNL obviously from the start. Mm-hmm. Yes. What does your ideal brokerage company look like? And I don't necessarily want to put you on the spot, but I know you probably have <laughs> and you can be as generic as you want. I'm just, you know what is your ideal brokerage company look like?
1: Like I mean, not just saying this because you're interviewing me, but I really do feel like DNL is ideal to me. And there's the reasons for that is because I feel like you guys have a great steady uh, growth rate. You, you're you not trying to be the biggest out there uh, overnight or even ever. I don't know. So I think that that level of like that way, it keeps us all still connected and, and on a familiar family type of basis where I know who I'm talking to. I get Support and I also think like growing with the times and the changes in the industry. A company that is aware of the broker's needs and how to stay competitive for us. Like if you guys are getting us the proper insurance and you're getting us the proper tools and the and you know the different um, things that we can use, even intermodal, new LTL, new different things that we can use. Then that makes me a better agent. Um, mm-hmm. so I can stay competitive against other agents as well. And so I think you guys really have a good neck. You have, we have you for legal advice if we ever really need it. <laughs> we have, you know, we have Brent who's had like grown up in the business. We have Jim who can offer advice on rates or, and the different things from experience of how to handle different things as they arise. And you guys have always done that for me. So I think it's like a combination of all that stuff and, and, that's where i that's the level that i'd like to be at i don't want people that are telling me i have to make 100 calls a day you right. know that's right that's too much it's, it's really it's you're gonna burn out you know it's
0: too much and it's nice to be your own boss too you know yeah
1: so. yes yes absolutely that independence not the micromanaging
0: for sure right well janelle incredible guest i um can't tell okay. you how much i appreciate it really um you know, before we started and I said, I love your story. It's, it's, I mean it. So thanks so much. Thank
1: you. I've, it made my day. I told a few friends, I'm like, they want me out of like three agents of the three agents out of so many. I'm like, I'm so honored. So I appreciate that. Hey,
0: Janelle, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Thank you, Brian. Okay. bye. Bye.